0: All right, we're live. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Two and a Half Chicks. How's everyone doing today?
1: We're doing good. How you doing?
0: Good. Getting a good start.
1: Let's jump this thing off, Tess. Monica, talk about how your week was.
2: I have been busy looking for master's programs that I can attend online. And it's taken up a lot of my time because now I have to do like a resume. I have to do a letter of intent. I have to ask for letters of recommendation. And I, just researching the schools took up a lot of time because I didn't want to go to an expensive school, but I want to go to a good school. But I really like it. I'm, I'm really excited about going back to school.
1: Oh, That's very really cool. Proud of you. I'll let you test.
0: My week was good. We kicked off our college tours, went over to Arizona State, check it out. And one of the things that really hit me was I said to my husband, I'm like, Man, we both missed out on this because neither one of us went to college back when we graduated high school. And I said, Look at all these good looking people. We missed out on the 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 sex, the parties, the bad choices. He said, I didn't miss out on the party and I just missed out on the college.
1: Yeah, that's what I would say too. I didn't go to college, but I frequented a lot of college.
2: In college was when I had the most dates. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot, but it was a lot for me.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know, Monica. Is that true what they say? If, if a guy tells you 10, it's two. And if a girl tells you two, it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> 30. It's,
2: it's true. Well, it was true a while ago. It, it isn't true anymore. I think nowadays it doesn't matter. It did back then. How did dating in college compare to dating in your 50s? I was, I was a lot more naive. I was in, my head was in the clouds at that time. Uh, very high in the clouds. I see a lot more. I recognize a lot more. So that's the big difference. I wish I had the wisdom that I have now. I wish I had it back then because I wouldn't have gone out with a lot yeah, of the guys. Would definitely.
1: Have um, for, for me, it's my life right now is like I'm in college. So <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that's changed for me is the fact that, you know, the girls are older now and then. When you sleep with the professor, you don't, they don't go to jail or lose their job.
2: <laughs> so you've gone full circle from your 20s to your 50s.
1: Yeah, I would have thought things would have changed by now. No, no, it's
0: not embarrassing. You're having fun. Yeah. You're having fun. Newly sunlight. It is what it is. It's, it's,
1: well, sometimes it's too much fun. Sometimes I think it'd be nice to be settled and have a relationship and, you know, watch TV and Netflix and chill you know, when you, when you, whenever you want to. Yeah. Now it's like there's expectations and there's the unknown. So dating, I guess we're talking about dating in our 50s, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's like being in college again because I'm away from home. This is brand new to me and dating sites are uh, my life for the most part uh, outside of work because I'm trying to just even just to meet people to go find things to do and experience some things with the uh, the locals. Yeah, it's going to be so, hard to
0: meet people the old-fashioned way.
1: Yeah, I agree. It, it is. That's what I wish.
0: I wish it was like when I was in college where I
2: could meet people organically. I didn't know about dating sites back in college. I just, you know, it's like you walk into a class and you start talking with a guy and then you guys go out and, you know, you hit it off or you did not I don't have that. Because, first of all, at my age, you have to wonder who's married, yeah. who isn't.
1: Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I could speak from experience. It's like on that, Monica, because when I first started dating out here, I met a girl and she was all into me and texting with me, FaceTiming with me. Everything was wonderful. And then she ghosted me. And then I was like, "Okay, oh, well, it's been two weeks or a week, whatever. It didn't matter. Um, But then she got back to me saying, I'm, you know, I just want to be honest with you. My ex-boyfriend came back into the picture and here, you know, I was like, okay. I mean, no big deal, but you could have been honest. Like, why are you on a dating site? Like, you could have been. A yeah, fun. you're
0: like, I'm not on OKCupid here. What's going on? Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay, OKCupid is a is a dating site for people that are in ethical non-monogamy relationships. It's like, what? It's not what you're expecting on well, the dating sites that you're on.
2: I met my ex-boyfriend on OKCupid. Okay it's got both. It Yeah. I do have to admit that some of the people who, you know, the solicitations or what they wanted in a relationship or not in a relationship pretty liberal (laughs) some people but there were a lot of people I saw who wanted actually just a, a relationship but I do feel that like those sites people become serial daters I guess you would say where they like to start messaging a person or they might go out on a date or two and then they just decide to move on to the next best thing and you're left wondering, like, what did I do? What, you know, what are they looking for? So it's very disappointing because you, you take it personally, even though you really shouldn't. I mean, it's right? True, Monica, right? It's,
1: yeah. hundred yeah. percent true. Nobody's willing to put in the time. You know, I went out on a date with someone. I mentioned her earlier. She, I'm a good friend with her. Uh, we're good friends now. She had said to me, like, we, everything was going great. And she was leaving my place and she was backing her car up. And it took her about 10 minutes to back the car up. And she didn't want to hit this. And there was ice on the ground. I, I understand but it was a little too cautious. And I kind of, I called her on a ride home just to make sure she was okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? I was like, well, you know, it took you 10 minutes to get out of the parking spot. I was freezing out there because I'm a gentleman. I want to make sure they get in their car and out onto the roads, you know, before the ride home. And I said, I was out there freezing and she got mad at me. And the next day she said, the reason I kind of went quiet is because you reminded me of my ex-husband. He would pick on me for everything. She kind of didn't want to talk to me anymore because she didn't want to take the time to get to know me after that. She shut off. Mm. And because I think these dating sites make it so accessible, you can just, one thing that goes wrong. Move on to the next. You just got swiped right, left, right?
2: To add to that, you've had years and years of having experiences, negative experiences. That's what you mean. That's why we're single really, right? Because we were in a bad relationship and we had to get out of it. But you've had years and years of developing bad memories and bad reactions to those memories. So, you know, you get to an age where you meet somebody and they do something that reminds you of a painful memory from your past and you react to that. And sometimes you can't help it. You know, you learn eventually to stop yourself, but you still feel that pain, still feel that kind of like PTSD sensation.
0: Yeah, Yeah, total pattern behavior. Mm -hmm.
2: And I got a lot of it. Yeah, that's the hard part about dating in your 40s and 50s. All of us have bad memories.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree. And I also am at the point now where when I talk to them, I'm I'm like, what are you looking for? They tell you what they're looking for on the description. Women are on there like, I work hard and I play hard. And I'm like, I just want you to work mediocre and, you know, relax, mediocre. You know, I, I don't need you to work hard and play hard, you know. Play nice, play fun, play calm. You don't need to be like so aggressive. Like what do people even so, mean when
0: they say that? Work hard, play hard. I don't know. Wild sex. <laughs> that could be interpreted so many ways, right?
1: right? I, I don't know what it means. I wish I had the answers. I mean, I, I think I've been on 15 dates in four months. It's a lot. It's, you know, at least I'm getting dates, you know, and they're not all peaches One yelled at me in the restaurant. They had to tell her she had to leave. It was that bad. And it's because I didn't, she said, she asked me, do you like to travel? And she got, she had a little too much to drink. And I said, yeah, I like to travel, but I like to travel with somebody else. I, I like companionship. You know, you see a sun, you know, a sunrise or a sunset on your own, it's pretty. But when you have shared experience with someone and you see it, it's magnificent, right? Well, she's like, why are you so insecure then? Why can't you travel on your own? And well, I was like, wow, this is crazy. I said, well, re- relax. Don't tell me to relax. I was like, oh, okay. She goes, um, you know, I travel throughout Europe. I stay in hostels. And I was like, well, that's, that's not for me. And she's like, well, why not? Have you ever stayed in a hostel? I said, no. she says, well, why not? I said, well, because I'm at the age right now where I can afford to, you know, stay in a nice place. I'm sorry, but call me crazy. I don't want to spend all this money to go to Europe and sleep next to a 21 year old backpacker. I, I, that's not my cup of tea. And that was the worst thing in the world. She yelled at me and then the server asked her to leave. And I said, look, I'll pay the bill. It's the gentlemanly thing to do, but I don't ever want to see you again. So I paid the bill and I apologized to the servers for her behavior. And I knew we disrupted the the group, you know, the restaurant. And she said, I can't believe you lasted this long. And I was like, I'm trying to be nice. And she's like, well, yeah, I would have tried that hard. So when I walked out, the girl followed me outside and said, Brian, can I, uh, can I give you some advice? And then I said, Well, do I have a choice? And she said, You know, n- next time you go out, don't drink so much because when you do, your jersey attitude comes out. And I was like, Excuse me. I said, I had two glasses of wine. I'm fine. I said, uh, If you want my jersey to come out, here you go. I was like, Thank you for your advice. I hope you get a DUI on the ride home. I got in my car and left.
0: And that's an extreme situation. That's
1: dating in your 50s. Oh
0: my gosh.
2: I also think that when we're young, because we become so eager. To make our previous relationships work, we bent over backwards in ways that we shouldn't have. We compromised too much of ourselves in our youth. When people our age start dating again, they tell themselves, I'm never going to be a wuss again, or I'm never going to be weak again. And so they become almost inflexible. You know, they don't try to accommodate the other person as much as they used to. And that's what I think she was doing.
1: Well. On a side note, Monica, I think if you did bend over backwards more, maybe you'd find more dates.
0: (laughs) I think just in general, there's a real issue with people not being able to see things from other people's standpoint. Like they just see it from their own standpoint and that's it. And I also think when it comes to the dating and how you were saying how easy it is to swipe to the next one, Mm -hmm. it's too easy to move on to the next one. They don't wait and see what could be. They don't wait and see how good something could be or how it can grow or how it can change. They're just too quick to go to the next thing, especially if something is like if you don't get if it doesn't tick all the boxes right off the bat.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it's difficult.
0: I don't know if that's an age thing, but
1: I think it's an age. Definitely thing. a thing.
2: Uh, I, think I don't it, think that's I, an age I, thing. No, I've I, heard 30 year olds doing that. 40 year olds doing the case.
1: that. But I think that a 30 year old woman and a 50 year old woman are being left for completely different reasons. I think the 30-year-old is like, oh, man, look at me. I still got it. I can swipe left as much as I want. I got all these guys reaching out to me. Also, probably talking sunny day scenario, right? We're, you know, the above average looking person for the most part can swipe left as many times as they want because they're getting a lot of likes. They're getting a lot of stuff. But, you know, us average people, you know, we have to pick and choose and they have to pick and choose, especially at 50. Let's face it, you know, the, these aren't these 20-year-old buff bodies anymore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And that makes us insecure. That adds to our insecurity. Like I would not date a younger guy because
0: I would not want him to see me naked. The chances are good, Monica. He wouldn't care about what you care about. You it's know? true, but I care. I'm with you on that. I care too. It's hard. I think we care more than they care.
1: I wouldn't go that much younger either for different reasons. I don't care if they I'm they know that obviously my face has got a white beard. <laughs> you know, they, they know how old I am. I don't really care what they think about my body. I'm more like, I think emotional sex is so much better than just one-night-stand sex. So I I, I don't have a lot in common with a girl more than, I'm going to throw it out there, I'll go 10 years younger. I don't know about you guys. My limit would probably be 10 years.
0: Quite honestly, it depends on what you're talking about. I think it would be really fun to go younger for some experiences, but... For a loving partner or a life partner, yeah, you want to have something in common with that person. You want to be in the same place in your life. But I think going younger for fun would be amazing. Okay. I'll buy,
1: I'll buy that for a dollar.
0: I definitely want
1: spend Yeah.
2: That's what I've been told. Everybody keeps advising me on that. Go younger. Go younger.
1: They'll keep up with you. Everybody advises me the opposite. Depends on
0: what you value, what you want out of the relationship.
1: I think Monica just wants to get her freak on. So she should go younger. Yeah.
0: Sometimes, like, I had an experience before a physical experience with a guy that was 10, 12 years younger than me. And he was really very respectful and, like, he respected me a lot, even though I was much, maybe because I was much older. I don't know.
1: It was great. Yeah. Well, my last two relationships, they were a lot younger than me eight and eight, eight or nine years younger than me. And they, worked out fine when they did. And when they didn't, (laughs) it was like a train falling off the rails.
2: See, for me, if I think about dating a younger guy, I think about the fact that I know it's a dead end. And I think about the fact that I don't have time to waste on a temporary relationship because I may be missing out on someone who could be a forever person for me. I know there's no way I shouldn't say there's no way, but there's very little chance that a guy who's much younger is looking for a forever person in me. They're probably just looking for a good time. And I just don't have the time to waste on that.
1: Yeah, but don't you miss the cuddling and the the physical contact and the sex and all that stuff? I do. I do miss it a
0: lot. Absolutely.
1: Sometimes you got to have
0: the right now instead of the forever. True. Because there's no guarantee I will find a forever person.
1: Absolutely. I think that the older I get, the more I feel that way. Like, I'm going to be that, dude that at the nursing too. home that's still wheeled around in the wheelchair chasing body and, you know, chasing Claudette.
0: Yeah, I think that you guys can find love at any age for real. I know it's easy, easy for, easy for me to say, but
1: I think that my mindset changed a little when I moved out here. When I was home, I was in a serious relationship with someone and I was love blind. So I allowed, allowed a lot of red flags to go unchecked. <laughs> and I had a great conversation. I went out to dinner last night with a couple of colleagues and two very strong, independent women. One married, one not. One in her mid-40s, one in her mid-30s. I was getting both perspective and they gave me a lot of insight on myself Or I thought, I'm like, I bragged to everybody. I'm like the perfect boyfriend. But they pointed out to me how I'm not even close to the perfect boyfriend. You know, one of the things that they said was you share too much.
0: You've heard that before.
1: Yep. I share too much. I have no mystery.
0: Wait,
2: are they saying that you share too much with the women or that you share too much of your relationship with other women, right?
1: It was both. She said to me, well, you know, every time you get mad, you bitch about her all the time. And then it's hard for me to like her because you're bitching about her. I said, no, you're my friend. I'm oh. bitching to you as a friend. Like I, I, my, my buddy, Joey, greatest guy on the planet. He's the perfect friend. Whatever my reaction to the relationship was, he would just go with me. He'd just go along with it. I like that. You know, but I think that's what friends do. you got to have people in your corner that understand you and let you vent. We have that understanding. Well, it's
0: like each person's individual choice when they're getting enough out of it or they're not getting enough out right. of it. All of us in our relationships have to decide whether they're worth it, like whether the good outweighs the bad or the bad outweighs the good. And, you know, we still have to be able to vent to people, you know.
2: I think as friends, we also have to realize that we have to let our friends make their decisions for their life, even though we don't agree with your decisions and we know you could make better decisions. It's really up to you to make the decisions that affect Your life, especially
0: your love life.
1: You both know that I love crazy. I must be a little crazy myself because crazy equals amazing sex.
0: Yeah, there's a passion.
2: And if I were picking your partner for you, I would pick somebody that was not crazy because I know that's what would be best for you. Yeah, I was just gonna say, would you be unsettled? You like the crazy?
1: You have two women standing in front of you. The one on your left is the woman of your dreams. Pick the one on the right.
2: (laughs) Don't pick the one that you want. Two times
1: in the last five, six years, I've picked the woman of my dreams twice. And one ended with a fight in the shower and one ended because, you know, I don't want a long distance relationship, you know, and jealousy issues and all this other stuff. So maybe I need to pick the one on the right.
0: Have you done that before, though?
1: I've never picked the one on the right before.
0: You never picked the you never picked the practical choice before. You have to know if that making the pragmatic choice is going to make you have sticking power, because you are a passionate person. So, is are you gonna? Is it going to be enough to make you want to stay?
1: I don't know. I mean, I gotta say, I've been dating someone now. You know, it's been a couple weeks. When I first met her, I I, I told her I wanted to be friends. I wasn't like All in with her. I was attracted to her. She was completely different than the other women I have been with. Her body type was different. You know, her attitude was a little bit more quiet, and and it was a lot different for me. So maybe in that sense, I maybe chose the one on the right. I'm not saying that I'm not attracted to her at all, but like I wasn't when I first saw her. I wasn't sure about her, and she she does have a child, and I almost didn't want to get involved with somebody with a child again. But when I went to her house, I remember I thought, oh God, this is, I don't, I want to be friends with her, but this might be a Netflix and chill night. I'm not hundred percent sure. So we, I went at the house and this dog greets me at the door. Her kid had gone to bed. Uh, long story short, we wind up doing more of chilling than the Netflixing. I wasn't used to this body type. I wasn't used to it. When I saw it, I was like, <gasps> I really like that a lot. It was completely different to what I was used to. I've been like having a lot of fun with this woman.
0: You're just proving that you have to stay open because you never know what you're going to find that yes. you like. You can, I mean, we've talked about this many times, right? You connect with different people for different reasons. Yeah. And you've connected, your connection with her was a refreshing surprise, it was. right?
1: And I can't, I could can proudly say it didn't start off as a physical thing. Right. Yeah.
2: You definitely can't say that this was a relationship that the first time you met, you saw fireworks or, no. or heard a symphony right. in the background or anything. It wasn't like, boom, you know. It's
1: completely and utterly really brand new. But who knows? But I will say, like, I don't really want to see anybody else right now. Let's put it that way.
2: Somebody once described it to me as that, like, you could meet somebody and the fireworks go off and you have that wow factor. And then you think, oh, my God, you know. It's going to be great, and as you get to meet the person and you start looking underneath the hood, yeah, it's like oh, I don't really like this person that much. Mm-hmm. But then you have other people where you meet them, you think to yourself, I don't really think I'm going to like this person, yeah, and then they surprise you. Surprised.
0: Yep, so so accurate. I haven't had that many people, or relationships where they started off with a bang. I haven't.
1: I've had the last two.
0: I. I'm not usually attracted to people just based on their looks. It takes more than that. for me. <laughs> I <you>. am so <laughs> shallow how. Yes, I right. am we so know. Like, <laughs> shallow hell.
1: I can't help it. I, I just said that to, to them last night, to, the couple when I went out last night. I said, I, I'm a decent looking guy. I want a decent looking girl standing next to me. One of them said, you know, I, I understand that to an extent. Like, I'm, she's 5'9". She's a taller girl. She's like, I, she looked at me. She's like, I don't want anybody skinny and short like you. And <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. But she was like, yeah, what you're saying? You want to look compatible with somebody.
0: I remember when I was, when I knew my husband before we were together, he was married before and we didn't get together until he wasn't. But, um, I remember telling my mom about him, and I'm like, yeah, he's not my type. And then, My mom comes to visit me at work and I met my husband at work and my my mom comes to visit me at work. She's sitting in my office and he popped down for a visit and stopped just to say hi and bring me a little York peppermint panty, which he used to do now and again, just just a nice gesture. And he leaves the office and my mom looks at me and she's like, oh, he's not your type, huh? (laughs) Not your type? She totally called me on it. I'm like, I didn't want him to be my type. (laughs) He was very handsome and totally my type, but it's like... I didn't want him to be my type. He wasn't a bit.
1: Monica, I I mean, you're, you were dating someone for a while.
0: I
2: was with somebody who at first I didn't like him, but then he liked me so much. I decided to give it a try and, you know, Mm -hmm. at first it was nice the first few months. It was like, you know, Mm -hmm. that new effect that falling head over heels effect. But then eventually
0: that feeling died down and I really didn't like the person after that. You were attracted to his attraction yes. to you. That's a real thing. I'm attracted to your attraction to me. I, so I think I like you a
2: lot when I was younger and I stayed with that person for a very long time. And then one day I woke up and I said, I really like this person. And that's why I knew I had to get out. And it was it was it was sad by then because we had been together a long time. I've also had the situation where i liked somebody at first and I still liked them, you know, after a while. But I also realized they weren't the right person for me and I wasn't making them happy. So I had to break it off. I give you credit,
1: Monica, because I watched the effort you put in. And when the minute this person started acting a certain way, you made up your mind and you stuck with it. I'm horrible. I see things, I see red flags left, right, and center. Yeah. And I never do anything about it.
2: And it still took me a while, Brian. It took me over a year to, you know, to break out of it. And it wasn't like violent or anything like that. It was just like, I've, I did care for this person, but I just realized this is not going to work out. So that's one thing about, you know, dating in our 40s and 50s. For me, I, I don't like being alone. It sucks. I have my sons right now here with me, so it's nice that they're home. When I get home, but I'd rather be alone than to be in a situation where I'm unhappy or have anxiety Yeah, because the person I'm with is constantly angry or uh, making demands that I just can't meet or accusing me that I'm not trying to meet their demands. I I get it. You have to sacrifice a lot to be in a relationship, but you can't make that person, you can't uh, demand that that person make the sacrifices for you. That person just has to do it. If that person can't do it, then, you know, you have to decide, accept them the way they are or move on. But don't try to change a person to meet your demands or your expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope I never do that to somebody if I meet somebody.
1: Well, that's why I like to get the sex out of the way first, because if it doesn't work out, then at least you got sex out of it. At least you got laid.
0: (laughs) I wish I thought like you, Brian. There's something to be said for that <laughs> compatibility too. You learn what you want, and you don't want, and you don't want to spend a long time with somebody yeah, that you don't have nice that to,
1: compatibility. You so. know, you don't just go buy a car. You test drive. Yeah. So I can't blame you there. Right? You got to see what it's like on. You know, what yeah. you pulled off the lot. Monica, you, you got to start test driving. Is what I'm trying to say.
2: I, d- you know, <laughs> it's funny because I've come a long way from when I was when I was young and with my insecurities. But still, a lot of those insecurities that I had when I was younger still haunt me uh-huh. and it's hard to kick them and especially regarding my sexuality because i was raised in a very strict yeah home very catholic uh lots of sex shaming against the females uh-huh. uh, and i've realized how that has affected me but even then it's still hard to shake that uh-huh. that feeling that was instilled in me when I was a young girl. Right. And I think that's why, you know, how Tess, you were saying that I should flirt more. It's those feelings from when I was young that were instilled in me that I still have not been able to kick. And I and I and I recognize them. I understand them, but it's still really hard.
0: Yeah. It's that pattern behavior again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But we there's something really liberating and powerful about about finding that sexual freedom as well. Yep. Speaking from experience, it it's liberating to say, I don't care what people think. This is who I am and this is what I deserve. And I'm not a bad person yeah. for this.
2: No, for me, I realize that I really don't care what people think or that I think I'm a bad person. It's just I it's like almost like anxiety for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's a phobia yeah.
1: for me. Yeah. I try to take the last relationship and learn from it. I try to go into the next one and leave all of that baggage behind and. I, I will tell them right up front, like I, I, like this one I'm seeing now, I told her, look, I, you're a jealous person. You and I are not going to get along. I just dealt with that for three and a half years <laughs> and I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to go to a restaurant, order a bottle of wine, tell you, you know, you tell me I'm looking at the server and you walk out of the restaurant and then the guy comes or the gal comes with bottle of wine. I'm by myself and I got him you know, Mm. sit there and have a glass of wine before I walk out to go find you. I don't want that. I want some, I'm upfront about the things that are deal breakers for me. And there's only like one or two. There's not too many of them, but at least I, they understand I'm not that, I don't want to deal with that. At 51 years old, we're already past the halfway mark. So the longer you take to get out the gate, the harder it's going to get. But you have to have that mindset. Like, you know, starting over, I'm going to do my thing. Say yes. Just like in that movie, right? Yes, man. With Jim Carrey. Say yes. See where it gets you. Maybe I should
2: go back to that kiosk. No, No, not him.
1: Aim higher, Monica. Aim higher.
2: So that he can tell
0: me to be submissive, I don't think so. (laughs) You're looking for your... You're looking for your sexual empowerment. You don't need a guy that wants you to be submissive. Yeah, to tell sure. me how many kings have been in my kingdom. Yeah, I mean, you know, unless that's your thing, you know. No, the kinks, no, but... no.
1: Which one of you guys have a dog that is unruly and you can't control it? You can... can you? Can you guess? <laughs> I told you. Can you guess what his name is? <laughs> I told you how many times I said, "Open the door and let that dog run. <laughs> Just let it go."
2: That's funny. I have a very unruly dog. He's just uh, the most lovable furball ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cats. That's why I don't <laughs> own
1: dogs. I don't own cats. Uh, yeah. I like fish. I could get a bowl with a fish in it, and when it goes, it just gets flushed. I asked that girl the other day, I asked her, hey, I, I, how, do you, how do you masturbate? And she tells me a story, like the stuff that she thinks about. And she goes, How do you masturbate? I said, uh, I don't want to think about it too much. I put on my iPad, throw a bunch of porn on. <laughs> Does the work for you?
0: I just use my iPhone.
2: Okay. I have to tell you, I don't, I do not like porn, like actual porn. To me, I prefer like movies with sexy sex scenes.